I feel like you, McCall. I feel like the last few nights have gone to bed early, and I'm uh-huh. still tired. Well, and I've been feeling that way a lot. I don't know what the deal is. Last night, especially... Well, last night I went to bed pretty late, but uh, nights see? before... You're me. You're going to bed late, you night owl. I say I say go to bed late. Let me rephrase. I went to bed at nine last night, so... Oh, so late. Oh, so late. Um, anyway... I went to bed at like 9, 9.30 last night and woke up, didn't want to wake up. I, like, excuse my alarm. I basically wanted to throw my entire phone across the room. Uh. <laughs> AJ and McCall on VFX. I, I got I to gotta break some news to you. I think I'm getting sick. Please don't. Because the only time I, the only time I sleep like this. Is when you're sick? Yeah. Um... Could I, it be, like, let's rule out sickness. Here we go. Oh, boy. Could it be just allergies? No, I haven't had allergy problems since I've moved to Utah. So unless something new. It could still be allergies. Unless something new moved into the area. You know, sometimes your body gets used to things, but sometimes it also develops the allergy over time. Like, I can't really do milk because I've developed an allergy. I wasn't allergic to it before, and now I kind of am. It's not allergies. I know what allergies feel like. It's not allergies. You roll your eyes all you want. It's not allergies. Okay. Normally, the pressure systems get me like they got you, but I felt fine on Tuesday. And so that wasn't it. And I slept really well Sunday night, and I was tired, took a nap Monday. And I was out of it Tuesday, and I was out of it yesterday, and that's why I went to bed at like 8 o'clock. I think I'm getting sick. I really do think I'm getting sick. And I blame Eli. Eli was in here yesterday. Eli was in here yesterday. Our poor, yeah, our poor sales rep. He is so sick. I feel so bad for him. He had a little bit of the bullfrog voice that I had a couple weeks ago. So I blame him. Yeah. Poor kid. For the first time ever, I won't blame producer Butters for getting me sick. Yeah, because he's not sick. We'll see how this unfolds. I really hope it's not the case. I have a wedding to go to this Saturday. And I just thought about it today. And I was like, oh, no, I'm sleeping. A yep. whole lot. Yep. I'm not feeling the hottest. Yep. I think I'm getting sick. Yep. No. Uh, sleeping is good. Making a medicine ball is good. <sighs> I can do that if you want me to. <laughs> I have stuff here for it. Oh, yeah. And then, and then you'll leave a mess in the kitchen like uh, the lovely Shauna had to ask you about. It's not a mess. Fun fact, McCall leaves a mess everywhere she goes. It's been confirmed. I do, but it's not a mess. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it. First, though, let's get caught up on the gossip. McCall's 411. We've got a brand new movie TV show, excuse me, TV show that's going to be coming out thanks to uh, Khloe Kardashian. We also have a brand new network that's going to be replacing the DIY network that I'm living for. Kim Kardashian is planning a brand new move when it comes to work and uh, the birth of the royal baby. We've got info on that oh, as well. No. Another royal watch. Okay, we'll get caught up on all that. McCall's 411 in seven minutes. Here's news for you. You can tell where McCall has been. I once uh, provided the nickname of her for Gretel because you could see where she had been. She left you clues all along the way. Yes. Pretty easy to tell which side of the studio is hers when you walk into the VFX studio. Yes. But now apparently... Her message starting to affect others. Apparently. Producer Butters got a little talking to yesterday because McCall's leaving a mess in the kitchen. 
Apparently. Apparently. There's no apparently. There's no supposedly. There's no allegedly. It's your mess. Well, yeah. We're going to get into it eh. in six minutes on VFX. You know, McCall, it's one thing for your mess to occupy your side of the studio. Okay. AJ and McCall at VFX. But it's an entirely different thing when your mess gets one of our lovely front office ladies talking to producer Butters. Saying, now, hey, this was in hey, passing. Clean up your garbage. This was in passing, and it wasn't like, hey, this is McCall. It was just a generic, this needs, whoever's doing this should stop. Okay, well, who who's the one doing that? It, me. It's yeah, exactly. Me. So it was McCall. It was me, but she didn't say, hey, figure this out. Yeah, she had solved it. What she said was, whoever's keeping their stupid K-cups in the Keurig, Get their crap out of there because other people bad. use it. Okay, like I forgot to move my K cups. I I always do though. Like I never really take out my K cups, but I use, like whenever I use my Keurig, I use it two times, three times a day, and so it's like my bad. Clean up your messes, McCall. You got to go back to kindergarten. This is how, I'm sure there's a song somebody knows. I don't know one because I never had to fall look, victim to it. Look, this is what we clean up, we clean up. Whatever I it is. do a really good job of keeping my clutter in the kitchen away. I do a really good job of it because that's one thing that just drives me freaking crazy. I don't know who washes their dishes in the sink in the kitchen because what they do is they put their dishes in the sink, they fill it up with water, and they leave it there for three weeks. That's that's only acceptable. <laughs> that's no, now we got a dishwasher. No. I don't do that as much anymore. No, it's not acceptable. But you you can't like that drives me crazy because it's a communal work area. Don't leave your freaking yeah, dishes a, in the sink. Yeah, I remember producer Butters had to give a certain intern a talking to because he always left the dishes in the sink. They would drives just, me and crazy. Then someone else would clean them, and I was like, dude, come on, we're adults here. You got to clean your own stuff, right? But I didn't realize that the K cup thing, and and this is not a big deal. Like I'm going to wash them. Obviously, this is not a big deal. You're I'm wash going the to K cups. Whatever. I'm going to take them out. I'm going to throw them away after I use them every time now. But. I didn't realize, because it's not like anybody else in my house drinks coffee. I'm the only one that drinks the coffee. So it's like, man, I'm the only one that uses the Keurig. So it's like, man, my bad. I didn't realize that like after I use it, I have to open it up, take the K-cup out, and throw it away. You didn't realize that you had to do that? No, I just didn't. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to do it. Uh I just don't. We'll see. It's just weird. We'll see. While we're on the subject, though, McCall... Keurig, hit or miss. Hit or miss, right? Keurig, hit or miss on uh, uh, different offices. There's one thing I think that a lot of offices share, though, that for some reason, despite the fact that I think probably most people in your office are at least 18 years of age and adults. Majority of the time, yes. People don't know what the rules are when it comes to this particular uh, item, this particular uh, appliance. Okay. And I have some, I have some, uh, I have some beef also. Uh, actually, I don't know that I told you this. We got a Snapchat yesterday. Speaking of coffee, we have a friend of ours who listens to the show who has run into an issue at their work when it comes to their coffee. And I said, you know what? I will pass this on to my resident coffee expert and okay. see what she has to say. Okay. We're going to get into all that. Perfect. Because people apparently can't be following the rules. We'll get into it, though, after the Jonas Brothers in about uh, the six minutes on VFX. McCall. 
Hi. You got a fresh cup of joe in front of you? Yeah. Good. Then you're in the right mindset to help our friend who snapped us yesterday okay. with a dilemma they have at work. Perfect. Before Don't we- worry. Also, just to, this should be noted, I put the K-cup in the garbage. You're learning. Ah, learning. Somebody throw her a treat so she can have positive reinforcement. I dig that. Hey, if you- somebody wants to bring me a treat, I'm for that today. <laughs> Peanut butter with waffles be pretty good. <sighs> AJ McCall today. on VFX. Here's the dilemma. You ready? Yep. It's coffee related. It's very should be very important to you. Okay. Okay. So, uh, said lady snapped us and said, at work they generally have a cheap bag of coffee just because it's cheap and everybody can share it and do with what they want to spice it up their own way, right? Yeah. Okay. So they had a coworker who came in and lost it because it wasn't top in coffee. He decided to what? dump out their bag of coffee and bought a bag of his top in coffee. Her question is, do you think there's a substantial taste difference between cheap and overly priced coffee, in her exact words? Yes. It it depends on what kind of coffee it is. I'm very particular about coffee. I think that's the bottom line. Very particular about coffee. Most of the time, it's like this specific high-end coffee that we happen to be talking about, I think tastes like trash tastes like dirt okay i don't like it it's more name than than taste yeah you know i had a co-worker in new mexico i had a, a boss in new mexico who uh always used to make fun of my boss so our it was our big boss it was the gm always make used to make fun of my program director because he was like your dirt is uh, in the coffee pot again and he used to he's like you can have some of my stuff but man can we talk about the guy throwing out their coffee yeah that's terrible you you don't get the right to just like throw out the coffee now if you're gonna be supplying coffee from here on forward and not doing because I could see it as and again I've been listening to the cold podcast so I'm all about this control manipulation whatever thing so I could see this tactic is coming in as like okay so now that I've put this coffee in, you can only use this much coffee right okay I got because I I paid for it setting ridiculous rules right right so I could see that happening um however I think it's bogus. You have no right to throw out the coffee or literally anything else. Like now, obviously, here the solution's easier just because we have the Keurig. So you guys, each each person can buy their own K cups. Right, there's no problem. So nice, which they obviously so don't convenient. have. You're talking about bags of coffee, right? But uh, you know, man, just figure out a way to brew your own. Then, if you're so mad about it, I don't I don't understand what the problem is. Right, you are an adult. You brew are your a own adult coffee. Yes. I don't understand what the problem is. Also, way to make yourself look like a popish jerk. What? This How is the dare coffee. You? This isn't good enough. Uh, this reminds me of a story. Oh, no. This specific... I, I, <laughs> McCall got in a fist fight over coffee. Calling it now. No, I didn't get in a fist fight over coffee. Yet. It sounds very, like you said, very pompous. It is pompous. I had somebody that I used to work with. Oh, no. And this somebody that I used to work with drove a sob. Okay. okay. Right? Okay. A sob. Got a it. sob. I feel like you wanted to enunciate that more to drive home the point of which person's the bad person in this story. I said something along the lines of, you know, how do you like your car, whatever. And I said something about, I've been thinking about getting like a Volkswagen and it was just off topic. And he was baffled. And he just went, how dare you? And I said, what? And he said, 
I said, it looks like a Volkswagen. Like, his car looked like the Jettas, the old school Jettas, gotcha. right? I got And you. so I thought it was an old school Jetta. And I said, and it didn't have the sticker on it. it, it they had taken all of the decals off. So I had no idea what it was. Right. And I was like, yeah, I've been thinking about yeah. getting the... Whose first guess is going to be a sob? Right. Thank you. And so I said, hey, I've been thinking about getting a Volkswagen. Do you like yours? And he literally went, what? And I said, isn't it a Volkswagen? It's a Jetta, right? And he literally said to me, it might look like that to the untrained eye, but it's actually a sob, so maybe you should learn more. And I was like... Did he throw his scarf over his shoulder while he said that? No, because we were working at a pizza place. Oh, oh, sorry, Mr. Hyatt. Thank you. Here at the pizza place, my bad. Anyway, I was like, okay, so speaking of pompousness... Oh, big time. I feel like same kind of concept, like, <gasps> how dare you put garbage coffee in that coffee pot to how, the untrained yeah, taste buds. <laughs> it may taste I, like dirt. I heard a car stop story, too. How dare you? This one's different. It's a friend of mine. Posers? I have a friend who, he's he's driven, like, he had a Mazda in high school. Uh-huh. He had an accurate, he had a, <laughs> an accurate that we never get, stopped giving him crap about because there was an old Asian lady on our college campus that drove the exact same car. Oh, that's hilarious. He thought it was so bad. Uh, and he's had a Mazda 6, he had a Mazda, or she Mazda 8 recently. Anyway, so my buddy, all through high school and college, had a Honda Civic, Right. Typical high school car. You can beat the crap out of those things and they'll just go. Yep. So I was in the market for a car at the time. I was talking to my friend and I was like, I was thinking about getting a a Honda. You know, they're reliable. They get good gas mileage. It's a good starter car. And my buddy, my friend who's the car snob goes, yeah, I would never drive those in a million years. And my other buddy who has a Honda is sitting. He goes, what did you say? And he said, they're reliable cars, but you would never catch me dead in one. And looked him straight in the eye while saying it. I was like, wow. Kind of a jerk. Yeah. Kind of a jerk. Yeah. Freaking people. <laughs> uh, you know, I think the general rule of thumb, McCall, is, you know, don't be a jerk. I feel like is is pretty simple to follow. Don't be very pompous. I feel like there's a lot of lessons we learned as kids that apply to a lot of the things that we experience in adult life. But, you know, when it comes Surprise. to work refrigerator... All rules go out the... It's like apparently an apocalyptic wasteland. It's each their own. Correct. Last fight of the fittest, last survival, whoever it is. Correct. From coffee maker to refrigerator. <laughs> the problem we have at this place. Oh, man. That's next. First to throw back, B.O.B. Haley Williams. Okay, so we, we addressed Mr. Saab yes. and our Snapchat coffee problem about pompous Mr. Mr. Coffee at the workplace. Right. AJ McCloud VFX. But the work fridge is always the bottom problem at any office. People taking stuff out. Don't take anything that doesn't belong to you. I kid you not. There, I believe there's still a sticky note stuck to our fridge right now there that is. says, do not eat food that does not belong to you. There is. You know, like we're in kindergarten. All right. You know, I found this this other note that happens to be in the fridge. I don't know if you saw this or not. Uh-oh. On another coworker's bottle of creamer. Okay. And it said something along the lines of, if you're going to take my creamer, at least let me know about it, blah, 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 something, something, something. And then it said something along the lines of, oh, and by the way, I licked the lid, so there's that. <laughs> I was just say, you have a problem with that? And then you got to the end, I was like, okay, now I get what the problem is. Which- We're former, call clearly. It's why we need to have these notes. Yeah, which is fine. 
I just want to know who the crap is using said individual's creamer because there is precisely... It's me. I dump it down the drain just for fun. There are precisely maybe two people in this office that drink coffee. Sounds like a lame joke. If you're asking me, it sounds like someone tried to make a lame joke. Right. And I am one of them. Oh, really? I did not know that. <laughs> I am one of them. I'm not sure the other one doesn't use creamer in their coffee. And the person that has the creamer doesn't even use the creamer for coffee. So, so why is it in there? I don't know. They make milkshakes or something with it. I'm not kidding. You know, I'm not kidding. Like there's literally me. milkshakes that are being made with freaking creamer. Like the one that gets me Breaks is the people that put their stuff in the fridge. Yes, I have a problem if you put stuff in a work fridge. No. There are plenty of people in this building that bring stuff for lunch or for dinner or stuff right. for later, and I get that. Right. But the problem is there's plenty of people who bring stuff for lunch or dinner and then just leave it in there until basically one of our front office ladies gets fed up with it and cleans out the fridge. Yeah. And as someone who does bring his lunch each day, eats his lunch each day, and then takes all of my stuff back home, yep. it annoys me because each day there's less and less space for the person who actually is using it. Yeah. Like, we're, we're four, apparently. Yep. This is ridiculous. I don't know who's, because I don't really use the fridge anymore. The only thing that I used the fridge for was like creamer, and I've been putting protein shakes in my coffee instead of creamer. Gross. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the same, McCall. It's not the same happiness. It's really not. It's good, but it's just not as good. You know how we complain about work emails a lot? There was yes. one that I was talking about writing yesterday because I was sick of hearing a certain complaint that's in this building a lot. Yes. Can we just be, is there a way we can maybe talk to engineer Kevin Tron 3000 and get a fake fake work email or maybe pretend we're one of the bossy bosses that just sends out memos about things that we shouldn't have to send memos out? Ooh, that would be Don't fun. Don't say this. Don't do this. Hey, have you seen, it's like that one guy... It, it was a meme that was going around for a little bit that there was a guy that worked at Walmart but didn't actually work at Walmart. And so they would blame everything on like Brad, I think was his name. And so it was like, ah. gosh, dang it, Brad. Brad, stop telling customers this, that or the other thing. But he didn't work there. It was just like this random memo to nobody. That's funny. It's Karen in VFX. It is Karen. It's always Karen. Because there's not actually a Karen that is here. <laughs> Freaking Karen. Don't be four. How hard is that? Correct. Be an adult. Correct. Done. Okay. Now we're going to go to the land of perpetual non-adultness. Oh, boy. Florida. Yes. With another chance to win ex-ambassador tickets. Remember, McCall won the first pair. Since then, we got a little bit of a streak going. We need to keep it going. Yep. So we're going to get the headlines, give you a chance to team up with me next. Be ready to call. 435-787-0945. We play Florida not in less than three minutes. Okay. Here we go. We're, uh, we're vented. Now we can vent... All together. We can vent all together and laugh at the stupidity of Florida. Sometimes the Carolinas. Earlier this week, for some reason, there were two stories from Connecticut in the same day. Yeah, it's so weird. AJ McCall on VFX. Ex-ambassadors coming to USU a week from Saturday. Yep. A week from Saturday. So excited. Got a pair of tickets for you if we can figure out which story is from Florida. So, McCall, please, if you would so kindly, give us some headlines so we can digest the daily stupidity. Good luck. Headline number one, lady steals a motorized card from Walmart and drives it to a Waffle House because she wants coffee. <laughs> I'm not saying I would do that. 
I'm pretty sure in the redneck rules, that's that's totally acceptable. That's what those are for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's story number one. She wanted some coffee, McCall. This is a recurring Been there. here today. Story number two. Guy stabbed his father, hit his mom with a mug because... Coffee again? He thought they poisoned his pork chop for dinner. How do you jump to that conclusion? Just Has there do. been lead up steps? No. There been food poisoning along the way? No. And story number three. Woman vandalizes her neighbor's Easter display while the local news is there. <laughs> oh, come on. You're not even trying. Oh, gosh. What did, what did Easter ever do to you? Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of a racy Easter display. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Just little. Not much. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Ex ambassador tickets on the line. We can figure out which stories from Florida. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. All right, here we go. Okay. Another pair of tickets. I just licked the microphone on accident. That is disgusting. That's gross. Why did you do that? I use that. I didn't mean to do it on purpose. I was just licking my lips to provide some moisture, and then I stuck my tongue out too far. Oh. I'm gonna hurl. Oh, <laughs> yeah. AJ recalled VFX before like, I throw up. Literally the worst thing I've ever heard in my it's life. disgusting. Before I throw up, let me see if I can help Rosanna here. But Rosanna, talk about this fridge thing. McCall and I are both kind of steamed off. McCall makes a mess in the kitchen, but we're at least adults about our messes here. Right. People don't know how to clean up after themselves in the, the, the break room in the, with the refrigerator. Do you have any of those issues at your work when it comes to the refrigerator? No, because no, they don't uh, use the break room. But I have had jobs. I've had to have jobs where yes, where it's like really we're all adults here. Right. Like yep. Right. Yep. Do you ever yeah. have any of your food eaten? I no, no. I've never had my food eaten. Never had anything stolen about from my stuff. But yeah, that's good. You are lucky. Yeah, I like that. You are lucky. That oh, means yeah. we're going to win Florida or not. Yes. Okay. I'm going to win Florida or not this time. I believe in us. Three full stories, please, McCall. <laughs> okay. Story number one: A lady got arrested last Friday because she stole a motorized scooter from Walmart and drove it onto the highway. Turned out she just wanted to get to Waffle House and get some coffee, and now she's facing some theft charges. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it wasn't all that far. Because I'm pretty sure, especially, I think this could be in the South, but I'm pretty sure it's law that Waffle Houses and Walmarts have to be next to each other. Now, I don't know how far away they were. I have It says that she was trying to get the Waffle House a mile down the road, uh, but she tooled around on it for about 30 minutes. So, oh, well, yeah, yay. I mean- how do you get on the highway? No one's like, hey, maybe we should stop this lady. <laughs> Right. She's either unwell or has stolen she needs assistance. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's story number one. Story number two, a paranoid man allegedly savagely attacked his mom and father because they thought, he thought, hey, they poisoned my pork chop that I was eating for dinner because it was, quote unquote, too acidic. Now, his mom suffered now now his mom was hit over the head with a mug and she suffered internal brain bleeding and her dad or his dad had a stab wound in the chest uh the officers described the injuries as non-life-threatening thank goodness uh this guy looks crazy i just yeah how do you jump how do you jump to poisoning what are the lead-ups to this I don't know. Probably has something to do with some kind of illegal drug. Right. Now, day, but dear I, Journal, day 33. I think my mom tried to push me down the stairs. Yeah. She brushed by me I'm at a like, really quick pace. Like, what are the lead-ups to <laughs> getting poisoned? Uh, there's nothing there, really. That's just sad and scary, honestly. Yeah. 
There's story number two and story number three. A lady didn't like her neighbor's racy Easter display featuring five quote-unquote scantily clad mannequins in bunny ears. You get it? Bunnies. Easter bunnies. <laughs> it's okay. not that bad. So she tore it down on Tuesday, removed their heads, and stabbed them while local news crews were there. Now she might be facing charges. She's not even trying. Oh, these cameras oh are here. I wonder- no, 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 I'll be good. I'll now, be- yeah. Fine. If you want to make sure you're not going to get caught breaking the law, you got to not do it during a live TV broadcast, okay? Oh there God. you go. Are, I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Those are your three crazy stories, Rosanna. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with story number one. I don't know why. I just, I'm going to go with story number one. I, okay, there's a lot of number craziness. Number two just sounds too scary. I don't even, I don't know. That just sounds weird. Number three, I don't know. I'm just going to go with number one. I'm going to say number one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose the woman on the motorized cart. Well, in, I mean, I guess in your defense, you can see that maybe an older lady, definitely very Florida. I, just so you know, have my opinion, because that's what I'm here for. I honestly think yes. it might be number two. Because we have, usually whenever we have these stories of spousal fighting or parent fighting, they're like almost always in Florida. There's been like a, there's a burrito assault. I remember that one. There's been a fight over I think leftover chicken before. I think it might be two. AJ, I love listening to you on the radio. But I'm gonna go with number one. Okay, okay. No, it's the final call. Okay. Is your call? Recall? Okay, let's go. McCall. Motorized scooter is I think a logical guess. There's waffle houses in the south. Sounds like an older lady. Is it story number one? It's not. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> That one happened in Tennessee, and she uh, was 45. Uh, of course. Oh, darn it. Still in the South, though. I'm sorry, Rosanna. I'm going to win those tickets. I swear, you guys are not going to forget my name. No, that's no, fine. <laughs> you got another chance to play tomorrow at 6.50. All right, you guys have a good day. Enjoy. Thank you. You too. I know I tried to talk you out of the wrong answer. I can't be that mad. She did say very nice things to me. She did. But we do have another shot at this because the tickets have not been won. Pair of tickets to see ex-ambassadors at USU's end-of-year bash up for grabs. That story from Florida is still lurking out there. we got to catch it. We don't want that one running loose, spreading more Florida havoc. 435-787-0945. 435-787-0945. So we can win. Florida not get you those ex-ambassador tickets for USU's end of year bash. We're still a little steamed off about this whole break room refrigerator thing. AJ and McCall at VFX as we get ready to try. Try. We got the second chance for Florida or not. Chris, if you had someone stealing your food at work and you knew they were, what kind of prank would you put together to make sure to get them back? I don't know. My workplace isn't very friendly to pranks, so I don't know that Ooh. I would prank anyone. Okay. That's rough. Forget that I ever said that. I don't yeah, want to get you never, in trouble. We never said that. Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. Don't tell me AJ McCall told you to prank anybody. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Let's focus on the pranks that is Florida because at this point, it's just got to be this really long, played out joke that everyone just is not in on. Okay. Recap of the two stories, please, McCall. Okay, so story number two, originally. Paranoid man allegedly savagely attacked his mom and dad I'll because they made him dinner. <laughs> and then he just thought... Just leave the headlight at that. <laughs> How dare you? And then he thought, oh, they poisoned me because this pork chop is clearly too acidic. Look, buddy, friend, 
If you want dinner different, freaking make it yourself. Seriously. Anyway. So, let's be honest. It is kind of tough to pass on that criticism to your mom. Like, Mom, this pork chop sucks. Mom, why are you making me free food? Because I still live at home and I'm 28. I don't think I want to leap to poisoning, though. No. So, uh, his mom suffered internal brain bleeding after he smashed her over the face with a mug. And his father had a stab wound to the chest with a butcher knife. Although the sheriff's office described the injuries as non-life-threatening. Yeah. I guess the dad was the one that prepared the pork chop and they noticed that he was a little bit more agitated than usual and then all of a sudden he was like dad this pork chop's too acidic wham stab pow it's just it's such a giant leap they poisoned me it's happened right. they poisoned me maybe if you just this is how i die maybe if this guy moved so out of the house ridiculous. i don't know and story number three some lady didn't like her neighbor's racy easter display featuring five scantily clad mannequins in bunny ears so she tore it down on tuesday removed their heads stabbed the mannequins and the local news was there filming so now she might be facing charges hey guess what you're famous guess what everybody can see you as the local live broadcast is happening (laughs) and going to jail oh boy there you go those are your two crazy stories so which of those do you think is from florida i'm gonna go with number three you think it's the racy easter display yeah Okay, so uh, with Rosanna, I, I, I still think it's probably two just because of how insane it is. I understand. Three, racy display. McCall sent me the photo. Definitely looks like it's a little bit warmer there. Could be somewhere further south like Florida. I do think it is number two because we, keep ha- we have these family fights and the burritos and all this, and it's usually Florida. I'm still going to say three. Okay. Call, I, I don't have the mojo today. Let's hope that I'm, I'm wrong on uh, it being number two. Is it... The racy Easter display. It's not. Ah, I'm so sorry. Ah, ah. <laughs> Dang it. That one happened in New Jersey. Wow, that did not look like New Jersey at all in that nope. picture. No. Nope. Of course it was Jersey. Jersey Shore. Yep. Jersey Shore. All Jer- that crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. No worries though, man. You can play again tomorrow at six fifty. Alright, thanks. I guess I didn't have it today, McCall. Sorry. Are you though? No. I didn't think so. I'll give you this extra pair because I already have a pair of tickets right. to the X Ambassador. So now two. you can have a pair. No, AJ, I don't think so. Because okay. you were right I the really whole think it's time. Two. No, AJ, I don't think so. So I'll give you, you can have this pair of tickets because I'm not going to use all four of the tickets. We win most of them, we lose a few. Tomorrow at 6 50, another chance to play Florida or not. Now, the story that was the winning story in Florida or not happened to be the guy still living at home, assuming that his parents poisoned him. And we will be back to that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. AJ and McCall on VFX. However. First, though, I have been sleeping, I feel like, fairly well this week. And because I'm sleeping so much, I think I'm actually getting sick. But not due to the attempted attacks by a part of my bed, McCall. Okay. There's a part of my bed that is, I admit as an adult now, a necessary part of my bed that I absolutely hate. Okay. I feel like you'll be able to guess it. You, the adult in the room, will be able to guess it. Crumbs in the bed. Oh, not the answer, but also terrible. Okay. When okay. you kind of stretch out and move your legs around, you you're sh- like, you "What is to- that? What is that? Why is that in the yeah, bed?" No, you are you are hundred percent correct on that one. It is not crumbs, but that was a good guess. Yeah. My frustrations with my bed. I will share after Khalid in seven minutes. As an adult, I acknowledge McCall. That fitted sheets are necessary to have on a mattress. Good. To have on a bed. Thank heavens. You still can't get with the top sheet, but that's fine. No, no top sheet. Get, 
get the heck out of here. I Top sheets unnecessary. That, that's a debate that we have had over and over and over again. AJ's wrong, and he's just going to stay wrong because he doesn't even want to argue it. AJ McCall on VFX. Why would I want a top Stop, sheet? Stop! We're if not I talking fight about it. With my fitted sheet constantly. Maybe you just need better sheets. Why are they such a pain in the butt? I don't know. I have a I have a set of uh, fitted sheets that are on my bed right now that are such a pain in the butt. But my mattress is really tall, so I have a really tall mattress, and so it's kind of hard like when the sheet folds underneath because these ones I bought at like Shopco or something, and they were just like the cheaper ones. Right. I bought them when I bought the trailer, and I was like, oh, I need sheets. Because my trailer didn't come with sheets. Right. And so I just bought them at Shopco because they were like 10 bucks or something. I just threw just them sleeping, on there. Sleeping, They're terrible. Sleeping. Surprise! Ah! And it's my side. And it's it not Ashley's your- side. Dude, it's my it's side. It's Dustin's side, too. My, my side's the only one that comes. And every night, too, I make sure to pull it. Underneath, it yep. And make sure it's fine. It's not like it's like halfway up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to. And then I go to bed and. Dustin. Always my side. Dustin told me. Like last night, um, Dustin told me last night we need to get like Velcro straps for the bottom Seriously? of this this sheet. Like on the weekends, with this pair, this set of she- pair of sheets, the set of sheet right. that I have on right now. During the weekend, when we get to sleep in a little bit longer, I'll wake up and then. I'll be on mattress, and so as opposed to getting up because I'm like, no, I'm going to sleep in. It's the weekend. I'll just stretch it over so that I'm still laying on top of it, so I'm not laying on the mattress, but I'm like, this is stupid. You are stupid, fitted sheet. You have one job, and you're not even doing it. It's to the point now, McCall, where I think I'm just going to change the sheets just so I don't have to worry about this set of sheets anymore. That's fair. I'll take my chances with the next set of sheets that I have less problems with, and I'll just change these ones out and be like, you know what? Done. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I'm surprised you didn't ask the question of how often I change my sheets. I mean, because I am curious about that. How cleanly you are about that garbage. <sighs> I pff, That garbage. I am curious about that. Do you know how often you change your sheets? Approximately. Okay. McCall's either going to be really grossed out or she's going to applaud me and say, hey, you're an, actually an adult today. Oh, boy. I'm a... T- I'm sick of this fitted sheet. In six minutes at VFX. Call. I just want you to know. Fitted sheets are the bane of everyone's existence. Okay. Yes, (laughs) I hate them. Correct. They're necessary. Yes, definitely. They're a pain in the butt. And uh, we're not the only ones that thought that. We're not the only ones that thought, hey, fitted sheets are worse. Like Jordan's on the line. Jordan. Uh, you got a you got a solution here for me when it comes to fitted sheets? Hey AJ, uh, I just heard that you were having troubles with your sheets. Oh, big time! He hates them. Okay, so here's the thing: go online. Amazon has these things called sheet suspenders. <gasps> Ooh, okay. Not even joking. They clip on on your sheets like suspenders, put on your pants, and they hold down the corners. Oh my oh gosh! Oh my gosh! That would save me so much just internal rage. I need yeah. I need some of these. Do you have some? Yeah. I do. They're amazing. Oh, I, mean, I was going to ask, are they life altering? <laughs> they make like twenty of them. Oh, <laughs> different brands, so. I love that. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for the advice. While we're on the subject, how often do you change your sheets? Because I'm about to tell McCall after I change mine. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, it's like once every other week. Okay, once every other week. Thank you, Jordan, for that. Maybe McCall sheet suspenders. 
have a little less rage? Have a little less rage? I'll, I'm going to get to that. Probably, got, maybe. other people weighing in. Okay, so uh, Lee. Lee, you got another solution for me, apparently, when it comes to my fitted sheets. Yeah, I know. I'm on a pair right now that are worthless. I don't even know what material they are. But um, Something that I've done in the past is get, like, a big, uh, like, a safety pin and uh-huh. pin the, the fitted sheet to the bottom of the mattress in the corner. Okay. And it was like a dream. <laughs> I was just like... Do they oh, ever? Yeah, do they ever tear? Because that'd be my only concern that they'd eventually tear. I never had any tear. Okay. I would pin that like close to the to the edge. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, like, like was, that little lip thing. Like, I got you. With stone together. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And then it to be tougher. I'll so. have to check that out. Lee, while we're on the you subject, know. hey, how often do you change your sheets? <laughs> Probably more often than you said. <laughs> I haven't answered yet. I haven't told anybody what how often I've changed them. Probably every couple of weeks we'll wash them. I don't appreciate Lee insinuating, even though I haven't said anything yet, that he definitely changes his sheets way more than I do. Look, AJ, it's because everybody knows you well enough to know that they probably change your sheets. They probably change their sheets more than you do. Okay, every other week seems to be a recurring theme here. Julie, we're going to get to that. But you have an issue with the fitted sheets as well, apparently. Yeah, well, you've been lying about your uh, fitted sheets. They're a pain in the butt. And they're a pain in the butt, and I'm with AJ. I hate top sheets. What? Thank but, you. I love talking. Thank sheets. you. Yes, you're so welcome. They're they're, they're not needed. I agree. Um, but to help you guys with your fitted sheets, there's these garter like things that you can buy from Walmart or Amazon or whatever, and they're like a garter. You oh, nice. Them, you put them on each corner, and you'll never hate your fitted sheet again. That's really what I need. That's re- the only hate in my life at this point is really my fitted sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Well. This is your fix. Okay. Because they're awesome. Thank you for alleviating that internal anger that I carry around with me everywhere. (laughs) I had it. Now I'm such a happy person. It's just (laughs) incredible. Awesome. Julie, while we're on the subject. And I got rid of all all of my top sheets, and that even made me happier. Yes. Yes. You need a top sheet. Julie, while we're on the subject, how often do you change your sheets? Oh, I change them like once a week. Okay. Once a week. Wow. Yeah, that's that's not bad. when I, yeah, how often do you? He's going to tell me in a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. He's keeping it secret from me. Not as often as you do, I'll say that. Now, the good news is, Julie, according to a brand new poll, 50% of people say that they go more than a month without changing their sheets. So you're better than average. So that's good. Oh, that's, that's just gross. Right? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if it's hot, I oh, might yeah. change them twice a week. Oh, dang. Man, Julie ain't messing around when it comes to cleanliness, McCall. No, that's crazy. Thank you, Julie. See, she's yeah. right. Top sheets. And- top. No, we're not talking about top sheets because top sheets are a necessity. End of story. Done. So Jordan, Lee, and Julie all said two weeks. Every other week. Is that what you do? Yeah, about every Seems other like week. Your sort of. Need to be cleanly would be right about there. It depends on the season, too. Like right now, my dogs are shedding really bad. So it's like every week because dog hair. <laughs> So. Okay, so for me, as I told Julie, it's true. I'd say about once Yep, not surprised. Ow. Ow, McCall, ow. Hey, that's just how you live your life. It's fine. What, gross? Is that what you're trying to say? No, it's average. That's how you live your life, disgusting. No, changing your sheets, where was it? 50% of people go more than a month without changing the sheets, so you're better than average. So Yay. that's fine. Whew. 
I'm so, thank you so much to everybody for the solutions. The rage against fitted sheets is real. Channel that rage though, because we're gonna be moving out. That's the that's one of the thing you learn as a adult, right? McCall, you move out and you're like, oh, fitted sheets. I don't need these. Oh crap. Oh, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> nice ones are nice too. Yeah, I actually have a story about that that I'll get into for the debate today. We're gonna be in that in uh, less than five minutes on VFX. Now, McCall, if you would be so kind for this debate today, just a quick headline for what was the winning story, which no one got for Florida or not this morning. Uh, the headline went something along the lines of a uh, guy in Florida stabbed his mom and hit his stabbed his dad, hit his mom in the face with a mug, all because he thought they poisoned his pork chop. Which is a big leap to make. Right, of course. And then McCall made the statement that I feel like is a very obvious one. Quite important. And a solution to the problem. Yes. He was 28 and living at home with his mom. So if he has a problem with the pork chop. Maybe make your own. You maybe hoser. Get your own place. 28 you seems hoser? like a good time to have Move flown out? the coop. But live your life. But it's a little bit different for everybody, depending on well, of course, different factors. Of course, and that's what we're going to figure out for the debate at eight. We're going to get to that fifteen minutes. Pretty easy to say, I think, McCall, that the guy who was twenty-eight in the Florida or not store, you uh, thought he'd he'd overstayed his welcome a little bit, and maybe made sense why his parents might poison him. Probably. <laughs> now his parents didn't poison him. Let me clarify because the story did happen in Florida for Florida or not, but. This didn't happen because he was poisoned. He just thought that Fuck. they were poisoned. AJ McCall on VFX of the debate today. So he and you got to think that, you know, there's, you don't immediately go from nothing to poison. Maybe that, maybe his parents were just dropping hints. He thought this is how they're, they're just going to kill me. Right. I haven't moved out. So now they're just going to end it all. Now they're doing a psychic evaluation on him. So there may be some other issues, reasonable. but very reasonable thing be, to yeah, do. There may be some other things going on since he stabbed his dad and bashed his mom over the head with a, Plastic or uh, if that glass doesn't mug. get him kicked out of the house, I don't know what will. Mother's love, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get kicked out of the house over that, mom. No. Yeah, mother. The good call. Good call. Ah. No, but so I've come to find. I thought initially, just because I followed the same path of when I moved out of the house, that right. a lot of us had the same idea. And I think it's mostly carved out of that same societal view, right? Right, right. You do the high school thing, and then you're going to strike out on your own, whether it's a career or college or whatever it is. So 18, 19, uh, you know, here in Utah, after your mission, you kind of regain your bearings when you come back home, strike out and move out. Come to find out, not necessarily the case. No, not really. And? According to science and studies and things. Oh, good. So science is on our side today. No. No, okay. Science, science is not on our side today. Again. Yes, VFX science. very anti-science show more often than not. Oh, gosh. Apparently. We're not saying science doesn't work, okay? Do not jump to that. We're not saying that. We're just saying our parents tried to poison us. <laughs> no, we're just saying that apparently all of these studies are like, what? What the what? No, okay, no not so, on our okay, side. Okay, so we have sides to work with. So how about we, I think we need an expert opinion, McCall, okay. since neither of us are parents. Correct. So uh, Kaylee is on the line. Kaylee, may I ask, are you uh, a mom? I am a mom. Awesome. Would you mind sharing with us uh, your opinions when it comes to your kids eventually moving out? Yeah. Okay. 
So, Kaylee, we'll keep you on the line here. We'll get into that. We'll start with the mom. I feel like the best place to start is a mom. Good idea. Right? Right. Very good idea. Yeah, mom's opinion on kids moving out after Ariana Grande for the debate at eight in about six minutes. Okay, McCall, when we talk about moving out, I feel like before we argue with science yet again for the debate at eight with AJ and McCall on VFX, maybe we start with a mom. I feel like that's a good place to start. Yeah, okay. So Fair. Kaylee was nice enough to hang on the line with us. So Kaylee, what age do you think your kids ultimately should and will move out at? I would say maybe 19, 20 years old. When they're 18, they're so excited to move out that they don't understand all the responsibilities of maybe paying rent and all that, that at 18, they can start learning all that and figuring out adulting can be hard. Oh, definitely. I have to be honest with you, Kaylee. That is probably the best answer I think I ever could have heard. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think that's great. McCall and I talk kind of off off mic all the time about uh, our... Experiences learning like financial stuff, right. like credit cards and all Moving that. Moving out, yeah. So that is... I think that's a really good Bravo. answer. Yeah, really good answer. I'm a fan. I am a fan. I would agree. I think 19 is probably about the time. So before we get... Depending, depending on, obviously, your situation, your your uh, experiences that you're going to be experiencing right. immediately after high school. So before you present the science to me that we're supposedly going to argue with, what age oh did you move out at? Uh, I was... I was 19 when well, I moved I was, out. I was eight, lit, almost 19. I moved out spring of my my second, uh, my first year of college. I would have been 19 at the end of May. Okay. So 18 and a half, if yeah. I may. Yeah, I was 19 when I moved out. Okay. So what what is the part about science that you say we're going to argue with then? So I'm looking at this list, and this list is saying that, truthfully, here it is. Uh-oh. First line. Over a third of teenagers think that they're still going to be leaning on their parents by the time they hit 30, okay? Which is a long ways away. Now, I wow. think I think that's a really long ways away. Okay. Again, again, I moved out when I was 19. AJ moved out when he was 19, 18 and a half. How would you define leaning? Um, Like paying rent, still paying some of the bills. It's like, like if they're still paying your portion of the phone bill, that leaning? No, I mean, yes, but no. It's... There's a, there's a lot of key factors that said that might play into the role. Most adults uh, ages 25 to 40 living with their parents say that the lack of money to move out to establish their own household. Some might be unemployed looking for work. Some have left the labor force altogether. Other adults have their own children, live with parents out of the need for child care and support, looking for this whole list. Now, they surveyed 50 of the largest metros in America to, to identify the largest portion of adults right. ages 25 to 40 living with their parents along with some other statistics about it. Now, people that are, they excluded, they excluded them, uh, groups, this age group who identified themselves as active students in college. So that's taken out of context. Okay. So it's not like they're living at home going to college. Right. So number one was Riverside, California, followed by uh, Miami and LA. And okay. then uh, San Antonio's in there. New York is in there. But... Utah, Salt Lake City specifically, fell in the rank of 36 out of 50, which really isn't bad. Now, they're saying that the percentage of adults 25 to 40 who live with their parents is 14.3%. So, and then people who have their own children that are living at home with their parents, 28%. Let me clarify before I assault someone's oh boy. A life. Oh boy. If you, you know, the kid thing, if you need some help with that first right, time of parent, course. your financial, oh, whatever, you mm-hmm. lost your job. I'm not talking about you. No, no, no. No, no, no. You got to get back on your feet. I can understand falling back to get back on your feet. I got that. We get living at home, having parents support you. 
That's what we're discussing. Now that I've moved that, now that I've moved you into the safe zone, everybody else, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I buck tradition with a lot of things, but I do maintain, like, I went to college. There were a couple times between leases I moved back home for, like, a month or two. Right. Before I got my next apartment. Right. And even when I got fired in New Mexico and went back home for seven months before I came Mm -hmm. out here to Utah, Mm -hmm. I had the option to go home. I have a friend who bought a house, so so I lived with him. Right. But I could have gone home. And that, like, that's what I'm talking about. You people trying to get back on your feet. I got that. Right. But the goal, I think, is ultimately you finish high school and then you... Honestly, get on the goal, your two feet and you go. The goal is self-sustainability. The goal yeah, is to be able to be, be be independent and be on your own. And that's something that I learned like, oh, so much. When I when I turned 19 and I ended up moving out, I learned so much in that time period. It was it was uh, eye-opening, really. And I think it made me a better person for being able to learn with that. Now that being said. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, now, now that being said, I think there's a lot uh, to divulge into with with. Uh oh. Okay, so if you want to get deep into it, I'm gonna make it do the complete opposite. Just off top of your head, someone who's not doesn't have a kid, doesn't have the kid thing, the financial burden, all that, lost your job. What age should you be gone? Nineteen. What age? Nineteen. So you I think. 19. Well, okay. it. <sighs> It's hard because it depends on like what you're doing after school. If you're going to school, if you're going to go and finish serve. College. Give them college. They finish college. They get their undergrad. They finish college. They're not going to be 19. But I know. I'm just asking. What age should they definitely be out of the house by? Oh, I'm going to say safely 21. 21. Okay. I'm going to say safely, See? safely 21, depending again, depending on like if you go out and you this. serve we've, on a mission or all, all of that. Okay. See, now I play a trick at you because I've had Chris waiting on the line. Oh, Chris, boy. what age did you move out of the house? 26, I think. And what was the final call on uh, finally moving out? Like, what was you like, okay, now it's time for me to go strike out on my own? Oh, I got engaged, so I got married and moved in with my wife. That's a good reason to move that out. That is a good reason to move out. He said 26, and I got to tell you, I'm kind of with McCall on this. There's a grace period, I think, for college students, but I got to be honest with you. Go away. <laughs> Right. Go do your own thing. Right. And, and I'm ha- look. There's always the, to each their own. And we the financial there's asterisks, right? Right. Because people are going to be people are going to call us and be like, "Oh my gosh, how dare you? You're being so me. Stop it. Just okay? understand. I'm not talking Stop. about you. But here's the thing. I'm happy that it worked out for some people. But yeah. I gotta be honest. Dating at home to me is a like like I, I'll I'll give you my half so you can make fun of me and then okay great my mom keeps trying to buy me an engagement ring right so you can make okay. fun of me for this like continues to do it and I told her no because I don't know any successful marriage to me that started out with so my mom bought this engagement ring oh boy will you marry me for that same reason I feel like dating at home serious dating is just weird it's okay. just weird okay. I just, I picture like, hey, do you want to come over and watch the movie? Oh, sorry, my parents use the living room. We can't. Right. Yeah, that's uh, a little weird. Uh, uh. But I'm with you, McCall. Now, obviously, where I'm from, they don't do missions. So I picture the 19 to 22 window here. You push it back two years. 24-ish, I suppose. Yeah. So there's a little bit of grace period here. The funny thing about this, McCall, is I feel like when I was finishing high school, you definitely get the vibe. Your parents are like, oh, man, can't wait to have you out of the house. Right. Time for you to move on. And then right. it changes a little bit. Okay. It changes. So 
maybe that needs to change my perspective a little bit when it comes to moving out because I've seen my parents change despite the fact that I'm almost 30. Okay. Maybe it's the same for you. We'll see. I'll tell you more after a throwback at six for the debate at eight. We got a really great message right now when we're on the subject of uh, when, when should kids move out? Because McCall found the study. It said that Salt Lake is not bad. It's it's in the top, was it 50? It was 36? 36. 36. So it's it's in the bottom, obviously bottom half, bottom like 15. Of the 50 biggest cities. Yep. AJ and McCall odd VFX. But it's a interesting point. And again, the message talks about a scenario which we get. There's some, there's some bad things that have happened along the way. And we get got to fall back and kind of regroup. I totally get that. But even the person in the message says that even as I've struggled to do this, 21-ish should be about the end of the cutoff to go find your own life. And the funny thing for me, McCall, is I feel like as high school was ending, you kind of get that excitement, as myself, of moving out. And you kind of get that same excitement from my parents, but then you move out. Right. So for me, I so I stayed first semester at I went to Purdue, which is like USU. So I went to school in town. So the first semester I lived at home. Second semester, I started dating a girl and uh, she had her own apartment. So then I moved in with her. So I moved out of the house. And you know, yeah, you're moving on your own. A little trepidation about it being a relationship. Like, oh, what if it fails? Like, I'll just come back home. But then I feel like the older I get, it's not so much that my parents want me out of the house anymore. It's that they're kind of hoping at some point I'll come back. Yeah, and you get that. It's very often that you get that. You know, and I'm I'm really thankful. Like when I moved from Vernal back here to take this job, I right. lived with my mom for shoot maybe like a month, maybe a month, right, to be able to get stuff going. And the thing I think that ultimately it is, is that it's it's a it's an internal thing. It's not that I'm not grateful that I don't have a place to fall back. That's great. It makes it so that I feel like I can take more risks because I have a safety net behind me. But personally, I feel like it is a huge step back if I end up in that position. Right. Because like McCall said, you, the goal is to get self-sufficient. Yeah. Always. That, that should always be the goal. Right. Self-sufficiency and self-sustainability. I'm not necessarily going to say that if I was for some reason to have to move back home, my parents would not be a little sad that I lost my job, but I'm, I'm not going to say also that they wouldn't also be happy that of they course. could offer me a room. I'm flying out next month uh, to go see my sister for a graduation. She's graduating high school, and of course, and it's a nice gesture again, but both of my parents are like, you can stay here, you can stay here, you can stay here, and I'm like, I'm just going to stay with my friend. Yeah. It's just, it's weird for me to go back home, and maybe it's a little bit different for me, but I feel like once, from it was college for me. Once you spring up for college, you're not really supposed to go back home. That was the starting point to leaving forever. Now, of course, that's that is. I feel like we we need to tread very lightly because obviously circumstances arise and different situations yes, come up, yes. and there situationally everything is situational. Everything, but yes. But all that aside, yes, I agree with you completely. No, it's just, so when when do you think someone should move out? We had Kaylee on at the beginning of the debate at eight, a mom who said 19. And I loved her reasoning. She said because at 18, you're so excited that you move out and you don't know anything. McCall, what was your first taste of moving out? What was the first eye-opening experience as we come to the end of the debate at eight? That realize, oh, this is it. Because we talked about that before with furniture. I'm going to get my own furniture and I'm going to jump on the bed if I want and do this. And then you get there and you're like, 
No, stop jumping on the couch. It's my couch. I paid for that couch. Right, right. So what was your eye-opening experience when you first moved out? Everything. Oh, everything. It was like, the laundry doesn't just do itself. (laughs) The dishes don't just do themselves. Dustin, yeah, Dustin was like, yeah, no, they don't. Cooking for me was so, a thing. Oh, cooking was another thing you, you for me, too. You have go from having these, like, that became, Thanksgiving becomes, I've always said, becomes your favorite holiday oh, in yeah. college. Oh, yeah. Because you go from, like, dinners being made as a family, and then you get into college, and you're just like, uh, what's easy and cheap? Ramen, pizza pockets, pizza rolls, sandwiches, yeah. chips, all that stuff oh, is yeah. easy. And then you go home for Thanksgiving, you're like, oh, my gosh, this, this is what a home-cooked so meal good. tastes like. Now, oh. it, that's that's something that... <laughs> expectation versus reality is something that's so real when you move out because it's like wait i have to buy groceries wait groceries are how much yeah wait it costs how much for this no <laughs> wait dude and then and then Uh-oh. all of the laundry detergent you're like i can scale way back on how much laundry detergent i'm using because it is so expensive all right, I'm just going to get some laundry detergent, a couple of dinners, and... Uh, $70? <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. That's I how it honest, goes. It's still kind of the case right now. Oh, we had I to switch it. grocery stores for recently, right. which I'm still very bitter about. Right. And we went out and we're like, all right, we're just going to get a couple of dinner things. we got to grab some soap and some vitamins. A hundred bucks? Yep. Well, it's crazy. It's like, oh, okay, cool. So now I'm done with groceries for the week. That's cool. That's, why is fruit so expensive? It does grow on trees. I know. Here and here's the thing. I think my one my one standalone moment that Uh-oh. I was like, I'm an adult. <laughs> my one standalone moment. I went case lot sale shopping. The first year Dustin I'm... and I were together. Oh my God. So nice. So never good. experience I But you don't really have like a pantry. I was going to say, I've never experienced a case lot sale ever until oh. I moved here. Oh, case lot sales. Dude, case lot sales. Case lot sale. Case <laughs> lot sale. Love them. How long is it going to take me to use 50 bottles of ketchup? I don't know, but at this price, oh, we're going to find out. Oh, that's an accident. I made that mistake once. Dustin sent me to the store to go get ketchup, and I was like, okay, I'll get ketchup. So as I'm purchasing ketchup, I'm purchasing all of my things for my case lot sale, and I have this list, and it was like... $400 and I was like holy crap I spent so much money but now I have all of the groceries this was again like five years ago so I go get all the groceries and as I'm checking out I'm like hey Dustin said ketchup you know what let's get a case of ketchup this is gonna be great I'm gonna this is perfect I'm gonna need all forever. of the ketchup yeah. so I buy a case of ketchup I go home and I'm like ha Dustin look what I did today and he's like holy crap that's a lot of groceries and I said I know look I got ketchup and he's like Opens the fridge. Where is it? In this box. He looks at me and he says, McCall, why did you buy a case of ketchup? We're never going to use it all. I was like, oh. Oh, We will. And he said, I've lived in this home for a year and a half. I have had one bottle of ketchup and I just (laughs) ran out of it because you moved in and you use it more than I do. And I was like, oh. Now it's taken care of. Well, we're good. So then Dustin's like, what are we going to do with all of this ketchup? What should we do? Package it with hot dogs and give it out for Christmas? Because I don't know what we're going to do with freaking ketchup. Oh, we ran out of Case our ketchup. Months. Dude, we <laughs> ran out of our ketchup maybe like six months ago when Finally. I had to go to the store. And I bought the wrong freaking ketchup and it ruined my life. <laughs> ketchup. 
Freaking case lot sales. When did kids move out? When did you feel like an adult? That's yeah. the real question. What was your official adulting moment? <laughs> and what was an expectation versus reality, yo? For the debated aid on VFX. Today's another one of those days, McCall. Like yesterday was National Siblings Day. Did you post about your siblings? No. I didn't either, but I blogged about them. Oh, I didn't. UtahsVFX.com. Check it out. But I have a feeling, and it just so happens that they were juxtaposed right next to each other, that McCall didn't celebrate National Sibling Day, but I think she'll celebrate the day that is today, National Blank Day. National Blank Day. And I think she'll she'll go above and beyond in trying to get you to celebrate as well. Yes. She'll get into it. I'll let her explain it all. I don't want to steal her thunder after Halsey in six minutes. Today's one of those days I think McCall looks forward to just Woo! so she can Every talk day. about hers and everybody else's. AJ and McCall <gasps> VFX. It's National Pet Day! <laughs> That's the only way that can be said. <laughs> I am giddy. I love pets. I love animals. I love them. Surprise! You know, it's funny because I asked, and I suppose I set you up for this, but I asked you before if you celebrated or did anything for National Sibling Day since you have three siblings, and you said, no. No. <laughs> but National Pet Day, I have a feeling you're going to post pictures of your dogs and SPC pictures of everybody else's dogs and tell stories about how your dogs are so adorable or something. Eh, maybe. No. Probably not. No. I just like talking about it on the air. Uh, you're not going to look dogs. at other, you're not going to post pictures of your dogs, look at anybody else's dogs, or tell stories about how your dogs are cute. I'll probably post pictures of my dogs and ask people for pictures of their dogs, but that's it. Or pets, whatever. <laughs> if you have a pet, if you have a chinchilla, I want to see it. Do you, do you have a funny story recently from your dog to share? Because we know uh, I don't have yeah. a pet at the moment. So, Yogi, he's a Border Collie Lab mix, and he is five. <laughs> McCall oh. got really sad. He's five. So sad. So anyway, Yogi's five. And he loves treats, but he loves mostly chicken. He loves chicken. So we have chickens in the backyard, and he doesn't know that the chickens are chicken. Anyway, because he's not allowed to touch those. Right. And Yogi's a scaredy cat. He's afraid of everything. Right. We taught him this cool trick a little while ago because he... He was always very quiet. Like, he didn't ever bark at anything. He never growled. He was always just a very quiet dog. So recently, probably within the last year, year and a half, he's found his voice. And so he will, he will oof at things. and Oof at things? Oof, yeah. Or he'll bark. Sometimes he will bark. And then we have to say, Yogi, shh, be quiet. So he's learned that when we say, Yogi, shh, he can whisper. And he goes, off, off, off. And that's literally what it sounds like. Like he, And sometimes he'll chomp and you can hear his, like his teeth hit together because he gets so excited. Last night, went to Chick-fil-A. Came shocker. home. Yeah, I didn't get anything, believe oh. it or not. I only had a protein shake last real night. Real shocker. Real shocker. That is the real shocker. We got home. Dustin bought them, bought chicken strips, but... Mostly bought it because he knew that the dogs could have some. Right. So he bought like a four pack of the chicken strips and ended up saving two of them so he could break it in between them. So we get home and Yogi loves chicken strips. He loves chicken. It's his favorite. We can have steak. We can have bacon. We have anything but chicken. 
Number one. Tip top favorite. <laughs> number one. Dustin breaks open this chicken. And you give Yogi a sniff of it. And as soon as Yogi knows what it is, he gets giddy. Like, so excited. He starts kind of like prancing with his front paws. Like he does this little like bounce, 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 bounce thing. <laughs> back and forth between the front paws. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Meanwhile, he is offing the whole time. Off, 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 off. <laughs> Bouncing. Off, 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 off. Cute little dog. I don't know why he's so adorable, but he makes this little like off noise. And so Dustin has to tell him, shh, 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 sit, sit, sit. And so then he'll sit, but he knows how to sit pretty. So he sits up on his back legs and oh, just sits yeah. up there. So then he goes off, off, off and bounces like he's sitting pretty, <laughs> like sitting and then sitting pretty, sitting, sitting pretty, off, off, off the whole time. He's the cutest dog and he gets so excited. Did you record it? No. Why would you not record that? My phone that? died. Huh? My phone died. Oh. I was going to, but my phone was dead. So he's obviously your favorite. I don't have a favorite. Oh, that's Sis a is mom the one, answer right Sis, there. <laughs> Sis is the one that gets the most attention because she's the most needy. Now, Sis is like this Catahoula Pitbull mix that we ended up rescuing from the side of the road in Texas. But she is the most sensitive dog. Yeah, but she's a daddy's girl. We know that. Yeah, she gets what she wants all the time. She's the one that's like, guess what, guys? I'm the favorite. Meanwhile, Tiesel is like running around like a psycho. She's this little red healer, and she just has so much energy. She'll jump up on the side of the bed, and she'll paw me. Mom, 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 I'm too fat. Get me up here. Pick me up. I don't want to jump. Pick me up. And then we have to say, Tiesel, jump up here. Come on. You know how. And then she looks at us like, what? Like, get up here. So then she'll back up a little bit, and then she'll, like, run and jump, and she gets up on the bed just fine. But she is, like... Mom, I'm the princess. Help me. Poor Freaking Yogi's hosers. the only guy. Freaking hosers. Yogi is hilarious. <laughs> He's just such a nutcase. Okay. I have some of my favorite stories that I've heard McCall tell of hers. I'm going to make her tell, I think, one of my favorite, because McCall's had the, all the conversations for a dog, right? You've heard all the narration. Doggos. One of my favorite after throwback next. Okay. Two of my all-time favorite stories with McCall, of course, playing all the parts for National Pet Day. AJ and McCall on VFX. Okay, ready? First one is your uh, story of when Yogi ran into the skunk. Which happened... <clears throat> Once upon a time. Last year? Last year. Last year. Uh, August. We come home from Chicago. Did we come home from Chicago? Or were we just about to No, go? we were about to leave. Remember, because you were so mad because all of your stuff smelled like skunk. No, because Sis got sprayed by a skunk before we went. Oh, yeah. And okay, then I yeah, think when right. we came back. Sis was first. Yeah. Okay, so then Yogi. Yes. Yogi gets sprayed by a skunk. Here's what happens. Door gets left open uh, to the garage in the night. And it was the back door, so it wasn't like our front garage door was open. Back door gets left open. A skunk moses its way into my freaking garage. Yogi goes out. He plays in the outside because it's sunny and it's nice. I imagine something along the lines of this went down. Yogi goes running into the garage. He sees a cat. He gets excited because he gets excited when there are cats. Right. So he goes over and he sees a cat and he just boops it with his nose. Boop. Spray everywhere. 
and then runs away. Now Yogi, I'm sure, is like, Dad, I just wanted to boop the cat and play with the cat, and now he smells like a skunk, and I don't like the kitty. The kitty's mean. Kitty sprayed me, and now I can't. Now my whole face is stinky. So then the skunk stripe across Yogi's skunk stripe nose is actually skunk smelling. Skunk. He was, was he the one that got sprayed right in the face, right? Yep. So he got the worst of so it. So he Sis literally like the, booped it. Yeah. Sis got everything sprayed because she grabbed it and shook the crap out of the skunk, That's and I thought right. she killed yeah, it. it she didn't kill it. it. Right. The stupid thing went and lived in my cellar, and I think died, but I don't know. It could have booped burrowed itself. Oh, bad kitty. Yeah, Yogi basically booped the kitty and then yelled, bad kitty, because he ran away and cried. <laughs> my other favorite one. And I'm glad I'm glad they don't work here anymore for a number of reasons. Same. That one day you were talking about your dogs. And I was talking about. And we had about, a couple of coworkers that said something in particular that upset you. It did. So we were talking about how Yogi, Yogi likes to go off, 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 off. And he likes to bark and, and buff, buff at us. Now he barks, he whispers, whatever. I showed the video to a couple of coworkers and I said, look how cute. Immediately. Said co-workers decide to tell me, yeah, that's cute now, except he's going to tear your face off and kill you one day because dogs are terrible. And I literally walked away because I was like, I'm going to punch you directly in the nose. Who says it's not even called said, look at this cute dog. Look Somebody at how cute said, this dog is. This he's dog attacking a human. No, look, Yogi's whispering because he wants to bite a chicken. Call raised this dog. Yeah, well, he's going to kill you. He's literally going to. Okay. Two of my all-time favorite stories with McCall, of course, playing all the parts for National Pet Day. AJ and McCall on VFX. Okay, ready? First one is your uh, story of when Yogi ran into the skunk, which happened... <clears throat> Once upon a time. Last year? Last year. Last year. Uh, August. We come home from Chicago. Did we come home from Chicago? Or were we just about to No, go? we were about to leave. Remember, because you were so mad because all of your stuff smelled like skunk. No, because Sis got sprayed by a skunk before we went. Oh, yeah. And okay, then I yeah, think when right. we came back. Sis was first. Yeah. Okay, so then Yogi. yes. Yogi gets sprayed by a skunk. Here's what happens. Door gets left open uh, to the garage in the night. And it was the back door, so it wasn't like our front garage door was open. Back door gets left open. A skunk moses its way into my freaking garage. Yogi goes out. He plays in the outside because it's sunny and it's nice. I imagine something along the lines of this went down. Yogi goes running into the garage. He sees a cat. He gets excited because he gets excited when there are cats. Right. So he goes over and he sees a cat and he just boops it with his nose. Boop. Spray everywhere. And then runs away. Now, Yogi, I'm sure, is like, Dad, I just wanted to boop the cat and play with the cat. And now he smells like a skunk. And I don't like the kitty. The kitty's mean. Kitty sprayed me. And now I can't. Now my whole face is stinky. So then the skunk stripe across Yogi's skunk stripe nose is actually skunk smelling. Skunk. Was was he the one that got sprayed right in the face, right? Yep. So he got the worst of it. So he literally, like, booped it. Yeah. Sis got everything sprayed because she grabbed it and shook the crap out of the skunk, and I thought she killed it. She didn't kill it. The stupid thing went and lived in my cellar, and I think died, but I don't know. It could have burrowed itself. Oh, bad kitty. Yeah, Yogi basically booped the kitty and then yelled, bad kitty, because he ran away and cried. (laughs) My other favorite one. And I'm glad I'm glad they don't work here anymore for a number of reasons. Same. That one day you were talking about your dogs. And I was talking about... And we had about, a couple of coworkers that said something in particular that upset you. It did. So we were talking about how Yogi, Yogi likes to go off, 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 off. And he likes to bark and, and buff, buff at us. Now he barks, he whispers, whatever. 
I showed the video to a couple of coworkers and I said, look how cute. Immediately. Said co-workers decide to tell me, yeah, that's cute now, except he's going to tear your face off and kill you one day because dogs are terrible. And I literally walked away because I was like, I'm going to punch you directly in the nose. It's not like McCall said, look at this cute dog. Look at how cute this dog is. He's attacking a human. No, look, Yogi's whispering because he wants to bite a chicken. McCall raised this dog. Yeah, well, he's going to kill you. He's literally going to kill you. So get used to it. I was so angry. Who says that to someone? So angry. Oh, gosh. Uh, And Yogi, speaking of of Yogi, who would never harm a fly, he's afraid of everything. Yogi's literally scared of everything. I moved last night. He's laying on the bed. I moved my foot, and he jumped off and went, oh, 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 oh. Yogi, calm down, okay? He's just keeping you safe. He's keeping you safe. And he is also the one in the picture. Yes. Yes. The very photogenic Yogi Dog. Yes. He's not Yogi. He's Yogi Dog. A Yogi Bud. Yogi Bud. He's Snuggle Bud. He's such a stinker. I love him. So to see pictures of your pets, not just your dogs. No. Your or pets you can share on our social media at Utah's VFX as we get ready for VFX's Facebook roulette. That's coming up in just about seven minutes. And if you have cute stories, I'm sure McCall would love to hear your impressions as well. Now, normally you could be on VFX's Facebook page and you get the bragging rights and all that celebrity that goes with it. But today, the pets are the celebrities, McCall. Like I I could have it any other way anyway. Like I would prefer it to be any other way. (laughs) Dogs. McCall's just going to change it to VFX's pet roulette every day. Whoop, whoop. So, so if you missed it, McCall shared some of her favorite stories <gasps> and some of my actually favorite stories of hers about her dogs. Yes. And it's National Pet Day. Yes. So VFX's Facebook roulette is really easy. Yep. Show us pictures of your pets. Ta-da! Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> at Utah's VFX. you got a great story to go along with it. Please share. I'm so giddy but it's over that this. Easy. Make sure you're following us. Uh, across all social media, Facebook, cool Twitter, stuff. Instagram, Snapchat, at Utah's VFX, chance to win prizes as well. YouTube is also Utah's VFX. Maybe another round of McCall's musical thoughts. Who knows? Videos up there. Like I know. While you're there. But McCall. that's okay. <laughs> of course I know. <laughs> Utah'sVFX.com is all the contest. Yesterday, we went and surprised Lizette with flowers from Plant Correct. Peddler Floral. Correct. Because she got nominated by Viviana yep. for Feel Good Flowers. Well, yep. we'll do that again on Tuesday. That's there. Lunch with listeners, all at utahsvfx.com, along with the blogs and the podcasts. And, of course, you can download and listen to the podcasts anywhere you can find them. Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, all of them work. Just search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are. You'll find all of them. Tomorrow's another episode of Drop the Mic, our weekly podcast about anything and everything. Yes. Can't believe tomorrow's Friday, McCall. I know, it's really weird. It's like I took a day off, and then all of a sudden, it's like, bam, Friday. The week just kind of speeds up. So weird. I felt the same thing, because you took the day off, and I was so focused all day, so like Tuesday flew by in a blur. Right, and then all of a sudden, all it's sudden like, it's oh, wait, Thursday what? Thursday morning's Hello? over. Yep. So until tomorrow for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.